Welcome to the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensary. Each episode will dive into the world of search engine optimization for cannabis dispensary. We'll discuss the latest strategies and tactics to help your dispensary rank higher on search engines and attract more patients and customers. So whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, join us as we explore how to maximize your online presence and stay ahead of the competition in the rapidly growing cannabis industry. Hello, and welcome back to another fantastic episode of our podcast. I almost said the New Heights podcast. I don't know why I said that. Oh, dear. <laughs> I have been listening to it lately, but I don't know why I would try and uh, say that our podcast is, it is episode 45 of the High Rankings podcast with me, Kaz, and that annoying guy, Charlie. What's new? You excited? Yeah, less than one week, we depart heading to Thailand. Did some shopping yesterday. I decided I'm not taking like, you know, two weeks worth of clothes. I can take like maybe four or five days and just buy the rest there. Mm -hmm. Like some, you know, like a street market or just, I can just do the shopping over there. So I just decided not to really worry about it that much. I'll take a couple of pairs of swim trunks and some shorts, obviously some shirts, some light shirts like linen or something. Mm -hmm. And yeah, so we're doing... The activities like snorkeling, jet skiing, you know, that stuff. That's cool. Wrapping up a few things over here. Just, you know, tying up loose ends, like where to like store my bike and, you know, in case something happens here while I'm gone, which I don't anticipate anything, but just in case. Yeah. Where to put my mountain bike, where to hide things, you know, burner laptop, taking it with me. Mm -hmm. Just, you know, small stuff like that. So let me ask, when you were packing on, on your trip, mm -hmm. did you take any burner, like, like, did you take a burner laptop? Did you take, like, like how did you prep for that? Like, did you have, like, a backup set? Because I haven't gotten this uh, backup set of keys yet for my place. Did you do that? No. So I didn't take a laptop because I knew absolutely categorically I wasn't going to be using it. So the only electronics I took was my Kindle, my phone, and my earbud, my earbuds. As for my house, I don't have a key to my house. I just have a code, a door code. My husband left his like car keys or whatever, everything at the house. And then our brother-in-law took us in my car to the airport because it was big enough for all of us. And so he had my car key. And obviously there's a spare car key in the house or whatever. So, And then for our ring cameras that we have in the house, I just gave him access to all of the ring cameras. So I turned my alerts off while I was over there because I didn't, you know, I didn't need to get alerts. I was over there like, oh, the postman showed up or whatever. So he had access to all our cameras on his Ring app. And then we have our next door neighbors who always watch our house. So yeah, I didn't really have any of that to really worry about. But I sure wasn't taking a laptop, not even a little bit. So no. Mm -hmm. Yeah, taking the burner laptop, taking... I'm thinking about getting a Kindle. I think you should. And if not, I'll just bring like a couple of books. So we have the flight. The route is itinerary, I guess is Denver to Vancouver. That's three hours. Mm -hmm. Vancouver to Bangkok. That's 17. Ugh. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to that. Then Bangkok to, I believe it's Chiang Mai, which is six. So that is a hell of a route. That is yeah. a hell of a route. That is a... Yeah, I'm not excited about that. But once yeah. we get there, once I'm landed, the places are, they look a lot of fun. Look like a lot of fun. 
So yeah, just got to get through the the flight flights, plural, customs, blah blah blah, all that. So prepping for that, I got a haircut scheduled tomorrow. Be the last before I leave. Super Bowl is the day before the flight. Mm-hmm. So usually my buddy has a bunch of people over. My prediction is, of course, Kansas City. I don't think I'll get too like banged up at the Super Bowl. Like last thing I want to do is be hungover on a you know stretch of flights like that. So yeah, just preparing. Getting in a couple last days of gym, get my beach bod. Of course, just doing bicep curls. And wow. yeah, that's about it. Wow. What's new in your life, Kazpots? Oh my goodness. Actually, quite a lot. I will start with the fact that I have jacked my back up pretty bad. <laughs> How'd you do it? I don't want to tell you. Like bending over, like tying your shoe or something? You're going to laugh. <laughs> Sitting on a couch? No, 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 no. So, you know, like I walked, like not last year, the, the year before the end of that year, I really, really, really hurt my back and had to get x rays, MRIs, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Found out my L1 or something, like the jelly in between the two bits is leaking out pretty severely. Anyway, so got some medical treatment for that. And from about April, May onwards, eh, probably, probably more like the summer. It was so much better. I really wasn't having any issues with it. It's been so much better. But I've also sort of babied it. Like there's certain things I don't do. I'm not allowed to do like any free weights, for example, squats, lunges, those kind of things. And I don't typically clean like my bathroom. I'll clean like the sink and the toilet and I'll sweep and stuff. But I don't like get down on the floor and like scrub or scrub the bottom of the shower or anything like that because I I cannot. So Friday, Friday, I think it was Friday. It was one day last week. I don't know what day it was. I decided that I needed to clean baseboards in my house and that was a terrible mm. idea. Mm. I oh, yeah. <laughs> so I was cleaning, shocker, and I was cleaning some baseboards because you know when you've got a husband who works on a job site and he's traipsing in dirt and you've got animals and it, they just get dirty and they've been like staring at me needing to be cleaned and I have said for a long time can't clean baseboards or the bathroom properly and nobody else in the house is volunteering to do it so my husband actually will like go in and scrub the bathroom for me but baseboards apparently is just like this thing that everyone just likes to ignore so yeah I try to clean my baseboards I mean I click the ones that I I got to, I cleaned them and they look really good. They look so much better. But I now, yeah, I have been taking naproxen like it's going out of style and sitting on ice. So yeah, (laughs) so that's no fun. So that happened. And what else have I done? I went out for dinner on Friday night and that was delicious. Where'd you go? We went to, to remember that restaurant that we went to right last time you were in town went on the way to the airport. I think we got brunch. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got brunch there. Like in the strip mall, like right in the corner. Yeah. yeah. So we went there and it was really good. And then um, my friends slash like aunts, that's why I always refer to them as because they are my wise aunts that I go to. They had gotten there before I did and they pre-ordered like this huge ass piece of like cake thing. It was really good, but like we weren't going to eat it all. So I took, brought that home. And then I came home real quick, fed my dog took them out, went to pee, and then went back to the house for a bit, for a few hours and hung out. And then, because my husband and the youngest were not here, they were at Megacon, which is like Comic-Con type thing in Orlando. Yeah. So I basically was by myself for the weekend, which was kind of nice. 
I don't remember what I did on Saturday. As I say, it sounds like a probably not much because I couldn't really walk very <laughs> probably well. Probably nothing. <laughs> no, probably not a lot. Oh, a whole lot of nothing. No, I got a pedicure. That's right. I did get a pedicure, but I was like, I couldn't really get out of the chair. It was so bad. And then the Sunday, so they came home Saturday night. And then Sunday, we were going to clean out the laundry room in preparation for the new kitchen stuff. But, you know, I couldn't really bend or do much. So I don't think we did a lot. I watched the Grammys. Grammys were Sunday? The Grammys were Sunday. So I watched the Grammys. I typically don't really watch any of that because most of it's just like, popularity contest bullshit so i don't typically watch it but i did and i was so glad i did because tracy chapman who has not performed in i don't know how long performed fast car with a country singer and it was really really good so i was really glad to catch that and that's about it yeah that's pretty much riveting well yes except I don't know if I told you. Did I tell you that I am trying to build up a personal library? Have I told you this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why I got you the gift card, yeah. Yes. Well, I think we went over last week how I did the gift card. I was very smart with my gift card. So I am currently up to 433 books now. And I think a personal library is 500. So you can get there when we're in February, what, by like July? So it's 67 books that I have left in order to hit my library, right? 67. But I have some that obviously I ordered using the gift card that you got me and then the gift card that my mother-in-law got me. And I'm not really sure how many of those I have ordered that I I haven't gotten yet. I want to say it's probably about six. So let's say basically that would take me to six what did I say? I've got 433. So probably I've got about six or seven left. So that would take me, so I'd need like 60 by the end of the year, but I'm not just going to buy them just to buy them to hit that number. Cause that just seems kind of stupid. Like I only want to buy the ones that I want to read. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't just casually read in years. Yeah. I mean, like I, I casually read like, you know, business books, SEO books, of course, how to yeah. scale agency, maybe help, self-help just like more business oriented, but like a casual, re- it's, I don't know, high school. <laughs> yeah. It's been a long time. And I have a hard time focusing too. My brain. Well, okay. So I just looked while you were talking. I legitimately have seven that are left on pre order. So that then does take me to 440. So I'd have 60 left. Yeah. But I, I know you just got that one. You haven't read that book that you just got, the gift that you got, the Ready Player One. You haven't read that yet? Mm-mm. My first chapter. So I think, I do think either take that on the plane or take a Kindle on the plane. Because here's the thing, people who read, like us readers, will take a Kindle with us on vacation because we'll get through more than one book. Easy. Like easily. I think I got through like two on the cruise I just went on. So that's why you take a Kindle rather than take books because, you know, you're not loading down your luggage with books where you are less likely to finish more than one because you're not that much of a reader. So you could maybe just take the book. I'm thinking what I'll do is, I'll, so I have a big one. There's a big hardback from Alex Ramosi. He does like, for those that don't know, he does like internet traffic offers, that kind of thing. He does, he has a giant hardback. You know, I think I'll just put that at the very bottom of my carry-on and then I'll put my laptop on top of that. Just so that every time I put my bag down, it's not my 
my laptop just in case like animals at the airport bump my shit or anything like that. They're not hitting my laptop. So I think I'll bring that one and then my Kindle and just Would load thing on there. Sad if you lost that book. If I lost it for good. Yeah, just because I haven't I haven't really opened it yet. So yeah. Yeah, probably. Fine. Would you take it if you don't want to lose it? So anyway. Also- yeah, I don't know. I, I like I always said I would never buy a Kindle. Never buy a Kindle. Like there's nothing better than holding a book in your hand. And I'm very much a paperback person. I do own hardbacks, but like not a fan. But if it's just come out and I really want to read it, then I have to suck it up and buy the hardback. I always said I would never get a Kindle. No, no, no. And then I got a Kindle a few years ago and I'm now on my second one. <laughs> Because if I'm in bed and I want to read, it's easier for me to read a Kindle. I don't need lights on. I don't have to disturb my husband. I have my Kindle because it's waterproof. So, yeah, I never thought I'd be a Kindle. I am a both type person, though. I have, you know, a Kindle. I'll read both. I'll go between. Yeah, so I don't read enough to really have a preference. I would think I would prefer the book, but I know I, I was messing around with the Kindle over the weekend. Yeah. Cool idea. No blue light. I like that. Mm. We'll see. I don't know. I'll, I'll have to play with one a little bit more. But I, I, I'm for sure bringing that big hardback just to put on the bottom of my carry-on so that people don't bump into my shit or like when I'm loading it. I, like I'm worried about loading, like trying to find space in, in the overhead and somebody just like stuffing my shit in there and, and like damaging a, my laptop. Yeah, that's why I would like if I take a laptop with me anywhere, I put my bag under the seat in front of me for that exact reason. Because yeah, I'll, then I'll probably just do that actually. So, yeah, I, you I, can't always rely on other people take like being careful. You just can't, you know, or somebody runs into your backpack with a cart or, you know, it could whatever. You just want, I said cart, not car, by the way. Yeah, you just, you want to have that extra protection just in case, which I, I totally get that. I wonder if there's like plastic inserts or, or like like expandable inserts for my for bags, like duffel bags. I, I'm sure that's a thing. Maybe I'll look into that. Anyways, I have a little bit of shopping left to do. I'll, I'll go to Target and I did an Amazon order, like RFID wallet. Good idea. Flip flops. Yeah. Uh, I got to make sure my VPN is up to date, that kind of stuff. So yeah, the trip is imminent. Six days now and yeah. can't wait. I can't because I'm going to get like two weeks of peace and quiet. Well, from you, peace and quiet. Not yeah, that's the reason why I'm leaving. Because I'm getting a whole new kitchen. Oh, my sink showed up yesterday. Oh, yeah. You just sent me that text. Yeah, I, I have a thing for cool sinks, for like badass, like industrial sinks. Yeah. And that, yeah. is it like a matte black? No, my sink is white. Oh, okay. My sink is white. It's. I think I sent you a picture. It's like a farmhouse sink. Yeah. My sink is white. My current sink is black plastic, and it's awful. And it doesn't matter how many times I try and clean it, it never looks clean. So this one is white, and then my faucet that I'm gonna get will be black, and all my like cabinet handles will be black. Be so, dope. and then my countertop has like black specks in it. So it'll all kind of tie together. But yeah, this sink is heavy. The FedEx guy had to wheel it into my house with a big dolly. That's badass. So, yeah, so that happened yesterday, I think. So, yeah, we're getting down to the wire. So you'll be off sunning yourself and enjoying the amazing sights and food and ugh, gorgeousness that is Thailand. And I will be dusty. and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm excited. I really can't wait to see your pictures because, like, ugh, 
I get to live vicariously through you because I don't know if I would ever go to Thailand, not for any reason other than just if I'm going to travel internationally, I'm probably going to go home, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I'm so, I cannot wait to see. I know it's going to be so stunning. Like, you're not going to want to leave. So, I will say that I agreed to the trip before knowing that there was like 20 hours of flight time. (laughs) Yeah. I did not know that. But I really genuinely feel like it's going to be a long slog. It's going to be a long ass day. But I feel like once you get to where you're staying and you see it, it'll be like so worth it. You know, I can't wait. Plus, I just like airports, just going and just following, following an itinerary and just not having to worry about stuff. Be here at this time and everything's taken care of for you. I remember when I was flying, I think I was flying to England. I was flying somewhere and you were like, send me a picture of the airport. And I was like, dude, I'm just sitting in the waiting lounge. And you're like, (laughs) and I was like, all right, you weirdo. (laughs) I I, I just like airports. I don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, "Uh, okay. (laughs) I don't know. But anyway, I'm excited for you. Yeah, I think it's going to be amazing. I can't wait to see the pictures, though. That's going to be, it's going to be like it. Yeah, it's going to be amazing. Anyway, on to our episode. Yeah, what are we talking about? We today are talking about domain age, the age of your domain. So like how old a website is. Yeah, it's not just how old your website is, though. It's how long your website has been registered and active, because you could register a website and then not do anything with it. So yeah. How long you've had it registered and that it's been active? Okay. So in context of SEO, yeah, why would that matter? It matters because, okay, so we briefly talked about this offline. So the age, the actual age of your domain is not considered a ranking factor by Google, meaning they don't go, oh, abc.com has been registered for 20 years, so therefore we're going to automatically rank them higher. That's not a ranking factor. That does not come into play. But where your age does come into play is kind of indirectly. So, you know, if, if you've had an active website for quite some period of time, you can probably assume from that, that you would have got some authority based on like trust, like it's going to have built trust over that period of time, typically. So indirectly, therefore that would help with the ranking. Also domains that are older, been around longer, typically tend to have stronger backlinks on them. So again, that comes into the trust factor and therefore Mm. an direct ranking factor. And then also I would argue like relevance, because if you've had a successful website around for a long time, your content on there is typically going to have good relevance. And again, it's an indirect result of having an older website. So all of those things are going to come into play and will help with your ranking, but you're not getting better ranking because your website is older. Also, another thought that would go into that would probably be like, you probably would have some kind of advantage over your competitors who have not been around as long. So like if your competitor has a newer domain, typically yours is going to rank higher just because you've had it longer and you've been working on your SEO for longer. And obviously you've got those trust signals. So Mm -hmm. 
that would probably be another factor. So it's great for your SEO as an indirect result of you having it for longer. So for like like local services, in this case, mm-hmm. dispensaries, it is a strong indirect ranking factor. For sure. And then you've got things like, you know, if you've done, if it's local and you've done your local SEO, as we keep telling you to do, and you've got your GMB up there and you've got lots of reviews on your GMB and you've been interacting with those reviews, like again, it's another indirect result of having an older website. Gotcha. Okay. Has there been a time where that wasn't the case, where domain age was a ranking factor? That's a good question. I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure maybe back in the original days when Google was first working on their algorithm as to how they were going to rank websites, I'm sure initially it probably was. But then as they refined their algorithm and the way that they scrape these websites, I'm pretty sure they determined that age doesn't equal a strong enough factor. Because like I said, you can have a website that you've registered 25 years ago, but if you're not doing anything with it, why should it rank anywhere? And also SEOs and developers are, are little rascals. And so they can go and purchase like nope. a really cheap expired domain yep. and just change it from www.dentist.com to www.dispensaryindenver.com and try and capitalize on that. So that, that definitely changed because there's some rascals out there that, that took advantage of that. Well, and that's the thing. I think like over the years of Google doing what they do and perfecting their, you know, their ranking system, like they've had to keep up with all of the shortcuts that agencies or, you know, developers have been doing. So, you know, with each new round of algorithm and changes that they do for ranking, they just have to outsmart those types of people that if they took their time and actually used it wisely, could create something really good instead of trying to find a shortcut, a temporary measure to appease a client that in the long run will not pay off. Right, right. Okay. So back to what you said before, as far as like an older domain, you've got like organic backlinks, Mm -hmm. uh, hopefully non-toxic Muppet backlinks. You've got some content on there. We found with like aged domains, when you go in and update content, and page link and you know do seo as it should be done your results like like pretty quick yeah especially with page linking i think it, it is a component but it's not like a direct ranking factor i think more goes into that there's a higher emphasis on like quality content you know expertise you know authoritative content relevance mm-hmm. and dominance in, in the local area so i think one of the biggest things with age domains that really helps is the role of backlinks and in your local area, like has this dispensary been around for X number of years versus just like one around the corner that looks kind of shady and just like popped up? Like which one do you think somebody's going to go to first? Yeah. Well, for sure, because as a consumer, you can straight up say that you would go to one that's got a more reputation or been around longer or whatever it might be. Like as a consumer, you know, you would do that yourself. So for sure. Yeah. Which one has more reviews too? Yeah. Because, I mean, I was looking at something the other day, can't remember what it was, on Google. And obviously, you look at five stars. But if it's five stars, but there's only three reviews versus like, I don't know, 4.5, but there's like 2,700 reviews, I'm going to go for the 2,700 review one, you know, because more accurate representation at that rate. Exactly. So let's say then that there's a dispensary that's been around for let's say six years, hasn't really touched their website. 
they had two new competitors in their area, then let's say three miles. How can that aged domain get their site up and cranking? Hard work. I mean, <laughs> that's like the honest response is like, why have you been neglecting it? And now obviously you have competition in the area that's effectively showing you how it should be done and what you should be doing. So yeah, so now it's, now it's time to get back to work and create a strategy and a roadmap of how how you're going to move forward. And of course, you're going to do some competitor analysis, which we just talked about in our previous episode, see what they're doing, see what's working for them, reverse engineer it. So yeah, but if you've been neglecting it, you really got to start working on that. So just targeting like local traffic, obviously yeah. local traffic, but like city pages first, and then like the state page, you know, you're the the structure of your website, no technical BS on there, no like APIs, no slider images, yeah. video, nothing heavy like that. Okay. I'm thinking, is there a way that can, if you can leverage an aged domain to what we talked about, it's not like it won't hurt you, but how can you play off of that? Well, the mere fact that it's older, but the problem that you've got is you've been neglecting it for a hot minute. So but the fact that it is an older website, if you start working on a good strategy, then you should be able to start ranking pretty quickly once you, you know, once you start putting the effort into it because it is an older website, which I'm assuming at some point had, you know, had content and things on it. Your domain authority also is what you need to be looking at. Make sure that that's solid. And that that plays directly into backlinks. So for those that don't know, you can go on to like Ahrefs or SEMrush. And that authority scores on the left-hand side under domain overview and the better quality of backlinks and number of backlinks. And then, of course, content plays into that, that score. So once that goes up, it's easier to rank for. Dispensary in Denver, past dispensary in Denver, dispensaries in Denver, dispensary near me, et cetera, et cetera. So that's, yeah, that's key. And also, I would say that if you find yourself in that position, go through your website and take off anything that is not relevant anymore, any out of date information that you may have up there in your blogs or like your local SEO. So make sure that the information that you have is correct. You know, I think anyone, anybody should be doing that anyway. But particularly if you're now finding that competition is closing in pretty quickly, then yeah, I would suggest doing that. So you would take that down and then would you run a, an audit after that? I would, yeah, I would run an audit. I mean, which we you should be doing anyway. <laughs> I would run an audit for sure. But anything that's out of date, anything where the information is not relevant anymore. Yeah, I would 100% either rewrite it or re-optimize it. Or if it just doesn't make sense for what you're trying to achieve, just completely remove it. And if you find that that page is getting some traffic. Oh, then I want it. So. Yeah, exactly. Like via, <laughs> yeah. like you can check on like Search Console or like SEMrush yeah. Yeah, specific URL. Yeah. And then just 301 it back to like the homepage or like yeah. the page that's replacing it. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. You can just replace that. Cool. That about covers it. Is there anything else that we, we haven't uh, talked about? No, I don't think so. Because it's not, there's not an awful lot to really go in depth on. Just don't be fooled in thinking that because your website's been around for a long time that that really matters to Google because it just doesn't. Yeah, they're smarter than that. They've yeah, been Google. Google. Don't care. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're like, nope. Yeah, I think that's about it. It's not a super in-depth situation, really, to be honest. All right. Well, I think that's it for this particular episode. We will be back very soon. We will not skip a beat whilst 
one of us is gallivanting around Thailand and the other one is getting a new kitchen. You will <laughs> not miss an episode because we love you that much that we'll make sure that you have a new episode every week. So you know where to find us, LinkedIn, Instagram, YouTube. Please comment, like, subscribe, review. We like reviews. And we will see you very, very soon. Peace. And that's a wrap for today's episode of the High Rankings Podcast, brought to you by Dispensary Growth, the preeminent SEO agency for dispensaries. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you found value in the insight and the tips we shared. If you did, please hit that subscribe button. And if you're feeling super generous, we would love it if you left us a review. If there's a specific topic you'd like us to cover in a future episode, or if you have any questions, you can go ahead and find us on LinkedIn or YouTube. We'll see you next time.